to the Class of Wolf podcast. And this evening, just to close up the month of October, we have Maybe It's Spiritual. Hello. What is up? How's it going, guys? <laughs> it's going good. Good. Long time, long time. I mean, last year, um, we did a couple of shows. You guys were on my pod, and I was on your guys' pod. I know it was it was so good. You you left me pretty shook. <laughs> oh man, like like with four. Um, like I said, I've been binging your show. Um, I like you guys' show. I well, I listen to it um, all the time, and I when I'm at work, and it's just a really good creepy show, and just leaves you thinking about what's out there, and that's what I like. I mean, oh, for man. From my side, from my side as a you know, Native American, and you guys' side, it's it's very different, man. It's like like what I said to you guys the last time you're on my show, like you can't whistle at night. Yeah, yeah, I had never heard that because you know i I don't have a lot of Native American friends around here. Mm. No. I, I but after, um, you know, listening to your podcast makes me wish I did. <laughs> yeah, and we had um, um, Russell. We had Russell on too, and we were on Russell's show, and Russell's super cool too. I'm like, man, we need to get you guys. We need to get together sometime and like do a trip or something. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, with him, man, it's like yeah, he's, he's so busy. But um, by listening, I listen to his show too, and it's got me aware of what to say and what not to do. Because for me, you know, I don't, I'm, I grew up on a Christian side and I have like a little bit of like traditional in there. Um, but listening to his show, uh, I just been more aware of where I'm at and what not to say. You know, we can't say certain names at night because like I told you guys before, when I was so, um, dumb and everything and just said the word, uh, DW, I can't say it right now, but, um, I'll say it. <laughs> and, uh, I was playing a game. I don't know if you guys heard this, but I was playing a game and I was saying it so many times and all of a sudden, like my blinds were shaking behind me and, uh, there was like scratches on the window. My dogs were barking like crazy. And I just like, I stopped. I was like, all right, I'm sorry. And I didn't mean to offend you or anything. So, <laughs> I mean, right now they're barking, but um, we have a we have new cats, so that's so, awesome. So it's not DW. No, that's good. Thank I God. um I've been watching Reservation Dogs. Have you watched that? Yeah. And they talk about like everything on that show that you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> like they talk about the DW and the LPs. They talk about all of it. Mm, yeah, dude. Just like it's like like the one like the police chief guy is just like oh the D W <laughs> like like I was like I was like oh my gosh I know what this is and I felt so I so I was so proud of myself. <laughs> I was like I'm in I'm in on the folklore. Mm. But I told you guys I wanted to talk about the um, a part two of the story that I told you guys about. Um, okay. The satanic um, cult. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, sorry. No, 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 I'm excited. Wait, there's more to it? it? Yeah, it's more to it. Oh, man. 
Can right. you please talk about it? Yeah. Um, this happened on the end of last year. Oh, no, the first of this year. Um, I go to this one convenience store you know, to buy my energy drinks for the night. And uh, one of the clerks was like, hey, man, uh, you have a podcast, huh? I was like, yeah. He's like, man, this guy came in and I guess he heard your podcast. And he's some oh. kind of type of shaman. And he went out there and um, he said he inspected that land that you were talking about. And he came from New Mexico. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, what, he, what, what, was he, what was he doing out there? And he's like, he said that there's something out there, that there's a portal out there that they didn't close. And there's like creatures out there running around and he's trying to do it to himself. But it's so strong that it scared him. And he told me to tell you not to go out there because something out there is really watching that area. And I was like, really? And ever since then we had a murder out there. Um, we oh had man. Fights out there. We had just a lot of like things that happens out there now. And, um, he was saying that this one, um, like a being came to him. When he was out there meditating, and uh, it said that this land's cursed now. I was like, "Dude, oh, dude, yeah." So for whatever they were doing out there, when you caught them, mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't close whatever portal that was out there right now. You think it's the same group? Like, do you know for sure? Or, uh, I mean, that's the only people that were out there, you know, doing that type of stuff. So I'm pretty sure that that's them. Um, yeah. And that, well, one of our co-work, one of my coworkers, um, he's just started, but he doesn't work with us anymore, but he has that gift of seeing things. Mm-hmm. And so he told me the same thing that there's creatures out there that doesn't like me. And that I think I'm gonna quit this job. I was like, dude, why, what's going on? He was like, I see a lot of LPs out there. And I was like, dude. And he's like, what else do you see? He's like, I saw a giant, like a eight foot man out there. And I, are you serious? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Chills right now. Yeah. And uh, I was, he said it was like, he was using the restroom on the side of the road. And I guess like he happened to turn around and he saw in a view mirror that this eight foot tall man, was just watching him. So he got back in his truck and spun off. Dude. Oh, oh, I'm speechless as well. I don't even know what to say. Did he, could he like describe it at all? Like, was it like wearing clothes or like, what was it dressed like or look like or, um, he said that it was just like a big old shadow of a person with long arms and long legs. And, um, it kind of reminded me of you guys just like hat man. Oh, but yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the first thing that came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like just, walking at walking towards him, like slowly. And he tried to use a flashlight, but when he used the flashlight, it was just like looking at nothing. It was just like a dark spot. Oh my gosh. Whoa. So 
That is so scary. Man, did he describe how he felt? Oh, dude, he said that when he saw this uh, figure, like, his blood just went cold. Like, all of his old body just had goosebumps. And when he stopped looking at it, he just felt sick. Like, he just had to go home. And I was, like, wondering, what can we have to go home? He's, like, he told me the next day what happened. Oh, my gosh. Dang. You need to get him on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying to, man, but... Then again, his schedule is different from my schedule. So. Oh, sure. I mean, when I mean, we've obviously heard, you know, less about the Hat Man, like from people on our show, but also just from like listening to other shows and reading books and stuff. And one thing that almost everybody says is when they see the Hat Man, they have a fear. They have a feeling of dread, mm. like they feel like they want to die. Like it's just like they feel so like sick to their stomach. And so that lines up with what you just said about your your friend. Was it um was it dark out there? So I'm assuming it was dark since he was using a flashlight. Yeah, it was like uh, midnight. Man, and is this this place is still part of like your patrol area? Like you still have to go out there? Yeah, like right now they're building another another route um on that road that connects to another um, road that's called Kyrene Extension, um. But this road, even the workers that are working on that road have felt something there. And um, they see, like, this one ghost that I know that that's the person that passed away there. Oh, the person that got, that was murdered? Mm-hmm. And oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, we've been seeing a lot of activity out there. And for myself, I hardly ever go out there. That's if I have to at night. And I just go there. Spotlight, drive off. Yeah, like, <laughs> nope, nothing's out here. Good, bye. Because like I would just um, stay there and watch a movie for a bit, and then go on patrol, and then um, come back and repeat every every hour. But now it's just like, uh, nope. yeah, stay here for like five seconds. Go. <laughs> So, get that. so the shaman wasn't able to close like the portal at all. Um, yeah, it was too much for him. Um, like it's it, it was so it's so um, powerful for him that he couldn't do it by himself. And I guess he was supposed to come back um, and try to try to do try to redo it. So yeah, but Man. big shout out to that guy if you're listening. Let me know when you're out. Um, I would like to talk to you. Yeah, for sure. Did you find out his name or anything? Oh, man. The clerk lost his uh, little paper that he had that was for oh. his his number and everything. Do shamans have social media? <laughs> okay, I feel like they don't. We get uh, t-shirt design. <laughs> yeah. You should, man. <laughs> a Ghostbusters card. Go see. I know. It's just like a... A sage stick and <laughs> with his name on it. Um, but yeah, that's so wild. Yeah, you need to talk to that guy. You definitely need to like talk to that guy. Mm. Do you get so what other creatures do they saw? So you've seen LPs, giants, giants, hat man, uh, hat man. Hat man. So it was like that hat man giant thing, like the same thing, or there were giants as well as that dark figure thing. Oh, uh, just the dark figure. 
Um, but from right now, um, yeah, there's a ghost out there. Uh, and what did one of my coworkers say he saw? Um, he just seen an orb. Sees orbs out there. Light orbs? Yeah. Man. Like you see, like, you think that somebody walking with a flashlight and when he gets closer, it just disappears. Like it shuts off. That's just gone. Yeah. Holy crap. That's so wild, dude. I can't even believe that. Have you seen anything yet? Or you're just kind of like in and out so fast. You're not, you're not trying to see that. Well, <laughs> um, before oh, I heard about something. this, before I heard about like the guy coming and, you know, I was out there just, you know, minding my own business and just like the wa- same thing, watching a movie. And I happened to see like people on like my preview vision, like walking by and I'll look back, look back and see there's nothing there. And, um, this one time I was like dozing off on my, my truck and I heard somebody just knocking on the window and I was like, and I woke up and you know, nobody was there. Oh, jeez, goodness. Yeah, man. You must have like nerves of steel to do that job out there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. My, my coworker calls me, uh, was it Dean Winchester of the park? You did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Pull up in your black Camaro, yeah. Drop the trunk, get all your weapons out. Because <laughs> I just like, I just right. go in the the dark spots. That's me, and they get scared of that stuff. And you're just out there. Yeah, I'm out there. Patrolling. Robin, do you do security? Is that what you do? Yeah. Um, are you are you out in? So I can't remember from a year ago. You're in Arizona. Yeah. There's this other podcast I listen to, this guy that's from Arizona, and he says that there's lots of, like, dogmen out there. He works security, too, actually. And he says people have lots of dogmen uh, activity out there. Have you heard of that? Um, I haven't heard of dogmen, but I know skinwalkers. Yeah, that's, you know, I feel like that's kind of similar, but I feel like skinwalkers are worse, maybe. <laughs> I feel like they are definitely worse. Mm. Skinwalker is like the one thing that like creeps me out the most. I don't know what it is about skinwalkers that just like gets me so. I think it's just because it's like it's like real, you know. It's like a real thing out there. I don't know. I think they're real. Oh, they're definitely 100%. real, man. So okay, I have a question about skinwalkers. I was like, I've been thinking about this. I just. I just recently listened to a podcast. Uh, Margaret, you listened to it too. Yes. The confession. Have you heard of the confessional podcast? Um, no. Okay. I'm going to send you this episode. It's real long. It's like okay. three and a half hours long, but it's all about portals and the desert and like all this stuff. But like, they kind of like touched on skinwalkers a little bit, but I was just wondering. So like, do you think skinwalkers are like an actual, like, do you, Okay. Just a weird thought I had. Are they possessed people that wear dog or like, you know, like wolf out like a, I don't know, like a skin or something like that? Do you think it's like someone's just like super possessed and like wearing that and like 
taking on that form or do you think it's like its own entity type of thing? Like it was never a human. Cause I know it's supposed to be like a human that like did something and like kind of crossed over. Yeah. Um, what I think is just, uh, it's a shapeshifter that can turn himself into an animal. Yeah. I mean, turn himself back into a human. Yeah. I mean, this is one video. Um, this guy didn't know where he was at and this thing was chasing him. So he put out his gun and shot at it. And it was like making a dog sound. Like when, you know, when you hurt on the dog yelps and then it goes mm-hmm. into yeah. a human voice. He's like, you shot me. Oh. And Dang. then the video just goes out and he starts running uh, off. I sent you that one skinwalker when it said, so you, wait, you're Paiute tribe, right? No, I'm a Pima tribe. Oh, Pima. Okay. That's why I sent you. Yeah, sorry. I got it mixed up. Is, are there, is there Paiute reservations anywhere near you? Uh, there's my friend's Paiute. He's in Cali, California. Oh, okay. So are, are there, cause on whatever video was talking about skinwalkers, it was talking about a Paiute and like Cherokee reservations, like kind of close to each other. That's like more like Northern Arizona, right? Like towards the wooded area where that stuff happens. Yeah. Okay. Like with okay. us, we just have like plain desert, uh, just mountains and sand. <laughs> Why does so much crazy stuff happen in the desert? Oh man, that's a good question. Why are they going out there to do that? Uh, I have no idea, man. Because it's like you know, there's nothing out here. It's just yeah. I believe it's like it's a. It's a place with a lot of energy here. And these people use that for whatever rituals that they do and open, like, yeah, open portals portals, and uh, we've been getting a lot of, like, UFOs and stuff like that, too. Oh, out where you are? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know know any of the history of that land out there, like, where you, like, where, like, all this, this portal was opened up? Like, do you know what happened out there? Like... Where did this energy come from, or is it just like a like a centralized source? Mm, I don't like. I don't know that much about the land. Uh, I just know that um, before everything was built, um, it was mostly uh, just like yeah, like desert, nothing out there. It was just um, completely just one store there, and just a long dirt road, but. Yeah, people have been going out there and doing things out there that yeah. they shouldn't be messing around with or messing with power that they can't control. Right. You know what came to my mind when you asked that question, Raf? What? Um, in the Bible, um, yeah. in the Bible, Jesus said that when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes it goes through a dry and arid place seeking rest and does not find it and also too like in i I think it's ezekiel and isaiah you know they talk about like the um the goat demons remember oh yeah a couple episodes ago and then also the lilith like lilithu are also out in the desert like they go out seems like according to the bible anyway that they go out into the desert and that's just where they hang out and dwell and you also have to remember like alistair crowley 
Um, who's the guy with the rockets? Jack Parsons. Jack Parsons. Um, L. Ron Hubbard. They all went out into the desert for a while trying to summon something, too. So there must be something about the desert or arid, that, desolate like, places. And then there's that, like, that, like, uh, most powerful like telescope in the world was in Arizona, right in the desert called, and it's called Lucifer. Oh yeah. The Lucifer device about Mount Graham. You know about that, Robin? Yeah. Are you close to that? Um, no, <laughs> thank God. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, for real. Yeah. That's like, um, is that, is that Cherokee land that that's on Mount Graham? Oh man. What tribe owns that? Like they, there was like a big fight with the Catholic Church about it. Oh man, I don't even know about them taking that land. I'm trying to think now. <laughs> mm, yeah, I have to look it up, man. It's a whole. It's like a holy mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a secret. I know it's like a sacred mountain out there. Yeah, I, I want to, I want to see that. It's crazy when you Google. If you Google Earth, it like the closer you get, there's all these roads that lead to it. And they all have, I've never seen this before, like big red X's over them. It says like, like do not enter. Like you can't like non-entry or something like that. There's like little side roads around it that go to it that you can't, that they're like restricted. It says restricted. Mm. Oh man. I haven't been yeah, up there. I had to take a trip and go up there and see what's going on. Uh, Cause I've, yeah, it's, it's here, but you know, I haven't been out there. Yeah, this headline says Apaches lost Sacred Mountain after um, they built that telescope there. Oh, so Apache, it's Apache land. Oh, it's Apaches. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to you guys' pod. I mean, um, was it a goat man? Oh, yeah. We actually have one. You got... Really? You got to go, man. He's back here. He's, yeah, yeah. he's, uh, he's in the next room uh, making something to eat. Yeah, it's playing Xbox. <laughs> We're like, oh, nice to meet you. There you go, man. Oh, yeah. So you, you listen to that one about the saint in the desert? Yeah, I listened to that one. Isn't that crazy? That's. Oh, what was that? What is that? I just. Oh, it. it did you see that? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't know what. Do you see that, Robin? Or yeah, I see it. Yeah. Weird. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. I don't know how that appeared. Wait, let's show this. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Robin. I'm sorry for anyone who's not watching. This. Yeah, if you watch this, if you play, this, if you watch it on YouTube, you also. So. Oh, dude! I thought I was like, "What the hell? Is something going on in my my work on my side?" Let me try this and see what that does. Nothing. Anyway, sorry, I'll stop shooting, <laughs> throwing balloons. Oh, um, so yeah, no, that story was so wild about yeah the um, goat man. What wait, what is this called? What the fawn? No, what's it's satyr or a fawn. Satyr, satyr or a fawn. Yeah. Mm. Actually, what like, did you think about that? Man, that's just like a, a bizarre story. Uh, just like going to you know in the desert and seeing this being you know talking. Yeah. I mean, uh, like for us, I mean, Goatman is just like a mountain by my house. That really? That people seen, yeah. Well, and, it, and it's just like a, about Goatman. Yeah. Um, I guess these people, uh, my mom was telling me this story. Um, 
but a long time ago, uh, these people went out there um, and just partying out there in the mountains and happened to see this person coming out of nowhere. And he had a robe on. So they go up to him and say, hey, are you all right? What's going on? And the person starts speaking our language to them. And so there, that guy was getting mad at them and talking in our language and telling them to leave. And he's like, no, man, he's, no, have a beer, you know, party with us. <laughs> and that thing was just like, got mad and punched him. And, <laughs> and oh <my> <laughs> yeah. And so when he got up and he looked down at his feet, it was just like goat feet. And that thing tried to run at them and he got back oh, in his car and they left. And when they were, when that guy was like looking at his side view mirror, it was keeping up with them. Like Whoa. running after them. That's what, crazy. What kind of robe was he wearing? Like, uh, a, like not like a bathrobe, I'm assuming. I would say, <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't know. I just like a robe just came out of nowhere in the desert. Yeah. Maybe just handmade. That's so wild. And so that was your mom told you that story? Yeah. He's probably trying to cover up the fact that he's got hooves. You know? Oh yeah. Trying to appear like point. normal. Yeah, I mean there's a like a lot of story like me and Russell were talking about that. Um like he has DW story that a girl was, you know, at the at the powwow and dancing and they happened to look at her feet and yeah, I just had deer feet. And another time over here, it's called the hoofer. And that's a half man, uh, a centaur. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That runs around with the horses out here, the wild horses. Wow. And you've talked to people who've seen it, or have you seen it? Actually, there's a picture. Um, somebody shot because it was like bothering their horses out here. And they uh, snapped a picture a Polaroid and just seeing like a figure of that. Um, and what was that? Our lights are flickering. Oh, yeah. oh, are they? Yeah. I just saw you look up and I was like, I mean, I can't see it like here, but I can see it on the screen. Oh, I, I think yeah. I know how to fix it. Okay. <laughs> Spooky though. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> but there's a couple of stories like with the hoofer um going to parties and um everything has changed. He's not a he's not a uh, half man, half horse. It's it's like uh half man and half like half um bottom feet, like horse feet. Oh, so he's okay, so he's like he stands upright, he doesn't have like four legs. Because mm-hmm. I was um talking to Russell about it. Um it was at this one dance that he was dancing with like a lot of women and everything. And I guess like the person looked down at his feet because you hear like that click clacking. Yeah. Oh, sure. And then there was like, Oh, what the fuck? And they just like start running <laughs> off and he runs off and uh, <laughs> our police was there. And so they saw it. And so they're like, all right, everybody had to pack up. Let's go home. Get your stuff. They closed that party for the night. Yeah. Oh my god! So they they probably so they like must have known something. 
Yeah, I mean, some uh, some officers out right? here see like things. The police have to, they have to know, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, that story that I told you about with uh, one of our officers going to Oberg Bridge and seeing that owl man. Did you tell us that story? Yeah. I don't remember you telling this story. I don't. Um, well, <laughs> maybe I was on another pod. Uh, yeah, you better tell the owl man story. I didn't hear this one. Uh, I used to work at Sam's Club. Um, and a night shift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to work over there, and I was a uh, night stalker. So I'll go to um, the uh, gas station that's just down the road from my house. And the person that worked there, one of the clerks, is like, hey, man, you ever see anything out here? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, uh, um, skinwalkers, you know, something that's paranormal. I was like, yeah, and we're on the reservation. Of course you see something. Right. And uh, he was like, yeah, this officer came in, and he was like pale white. And I was like, really? What do you see or what do you say? And he's like, well, it's on Oberg Ridge. And I was like, oh, yeah. That place. <laughs> and he said he saw this uh, person sitting on the ledge and he was trying to get down. And as he got down and talking to him and his demands and everything, he thought he was going to jump. And uh, the guy looked at him and he just was just that black eyes and he jumps off the ledge. And so he put his spotlight and everything. And all you see, was just like, they get swoops down and then these big old wings just come out and just fly off. Yes. I don't even. Dude. And so he came back was... to the store and told him about that. And then that's when I walked in. Oh my God. <laughs> you get all your information at the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's come out of nowhere and people just talk to me about things that they see. That's why you have a podcast. <laughs> that's the gift you got the gift oh, no. perhaps like that people always come up to him and tell him their, tell him everything they do they do I work at Costco and I was signing people up and they started talking about skinwalkers just out of nowhere as I'm like I'm like alright you know stand over here for your photo <laughs> and then here comes the skinwalker story just for no reason man I love it so okay so did he get a look at the guy's face? He just was like a normal, like a normal person face, just with black eyes. Yeah, it was like a, like a owl eyes, like, like the big black, like yeah. I mean, you sure, was it like a Mothman? I don't think so, because it was like feathered wings, feathered wings. So he had a new, a new. uh a new cryptid. New cryptid in, in town. The owl man. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's that's awesome. Oh man. I mean, there's a lot of stuff too that happened on that side. Oberg Bridge. Um, just recently my my um my relative came over and we had like a get together and he was telling me about um the men in suits that came on this side. Trying to interview somebody and I guess the person that God was interviewed. He passed away because he, he um, encountered uh, some grays. Oh, like men in black? Mm-hmm. Wait, he, he encountered grays? Yeah. 
Do you know the story about it? Uh, I might slaughter the story, but I'll tell it the best way I can. Yeah. Uh, so the guy and his girlfriend were driving uh, on the on the road in the middle of the desert and happened to see this disc in the air that had no reflection. And so the guy was like, hey, babe, uh, look at that. Do you see that? And the girl, when he was about to st- uh, speak, they just like, they both, um, they both like lost conscious. And so when they woke up, uh, a female was driving their car and the female was wearing a skin, sh- a skin suit. Ooh. Oh. And so he's like trying to talk to her and to ask her, like, what are you doing? Where are you taking us? And, and she just wanted to say anything. But her hair was like really white, oh, like a Nordic. Oh yeah, like a Nord, like a Nordic. I think yeah, man. <laughs> it was like really white but slick back. And so, dude, he I guess he he woke up in the middle of like in the, in the desert um, with the flames and everything with his girlfriend, and they were drinking. And he's like, "What happened?" And the, his girlfriend's like, "You don't know? Remember?" And he's like, no, I don't remember. What day is it? And it's been like three days. So he lost three days of his life. Oh, my gosh. That was crazy. So they're just out by a campfire? hmm And so, like, suits were there, people in hazmat suits at his house. Um, just raided his house and asking him questions. And he was telling them that I don't remember what happened in three days. And the girlfriend... She's still alive, but she doesn't want to talk about it because mm-hmm. it's um, he wouldn't he wouldn't tell this this type of story to anyone except my cousin. And he was like, you know, you're the only person that will believe me. And I'm trying to tell you what, what I've seen and what I experienced. And this this experience happened to me and I wouldn't try to lie about it. He's like, no, just how your demeanor is and how you're telling the story. I can tell that you are genuine, that you're telling the story, um, yeah. what you experienced. He's like, yeah, man, I can't, I, I don't understand, man. I just lost three days of my life. And then, and then he just passed away. Like, how did he die? Uh, yeah. Uh, cirrhosis. Oh, did he have that like before? Mm, no. Um, so what I what I understand that my cousin was telling me he was an alcoholic and it was oh. really bad. Yeah. So um but this story like he remembers it so vividly and well that yeah. like he can't really remember what happened those three days. Like he just remembers waking up and seeing that woman driving his car. Dude. So um all right, I've so many questions. Um, so how did he know it was a skin suit? Like what made him like think it was that? Um, because like on the, what he was saying, he was seen that, um, play that game Halo. Yeah. There's this woman that comes out of his suit and she's just like in a skin suit type thing. Okay. I don't know if I know what that is. 
Uh, it's I, like, I played like the like the first Halo a long time ago. It's kind of hard to describe it. What he was saying is this like a plain blue, um, like hat, like a lot of wires and stuff like that to his to her suit, and like yeah, he just remembers that it was a um, a white lady like with really white hair, and she was young. Oh man. Um, so, and where, where did the grays come into this? Like, did you remember like stuff about them or? I mean, that's the strange part. Like he knows that he's seen these beings, but he just remembers seeing this type of woman driving his car and having like, uh, like, you know, just seeing this person that just came out of nowhere. Like as he was trying to talk. And they just came and, you know, just lost conscious. And they was driving on the road. Oh, man. Oh. It kind of reminds me, um, you know, the fire in the sky story. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And he has, like, he has memories of grays, but he also has memories of, like, yeah, the, these Nordic, like, more, like, attractive aliens or whatever. That's kind of what it reminds me of especially when he was trying to escape, he would kind of experience different types of aliens. I don't know. Oh, my kind gosh. of what it reminds me of. Yeah. The, the Nordic are supposed to be like the nice ones. Mm. That's what, what I hear. So like, do you think that like maybe that woman was like trying to get him out of a situation or like get him away from wherever he was? Or sometimes it sounds like they work together. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I come to think about it, man, it's just like, I think, man, there's so much to think about. Like, just like hearing that story, especially like seeing and hearing it and it being on the reservation. That's just like by my house. Yeah. And that all, that happened on, on, on your reservation. Yeah. And did you know him very well? No, I didn't even know. I didn't even knew him, but uh, him and my cousin were like really good friends. And um, he just, one day he just came over and asked him about it because he was how my cousin found out about him seeing these aliens. He inherited it from somebody else that um, he said, "Hey, man, I saw um, some suits at your house. What's going on?" And the people were coming out with hazmat suits. And uh, they're asking him questions and asking his girlfriend questions, but they didn't know what the, they didn't know the answer because they've been gone for the last three days. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's cr- that's such a wild. Oh my gosh, like I have never talked to anyone who's had like an experience. Like, well, we kind of have now. Now we have. Yeah, yeah. we did a we did a podcast with. Um, with Dylan from Paranormal Thoughts. Have you heard of that podcast? Yeah. So we, we interviewed that. Did you listen to his interview? No, I haven't listened to it. Um, but yeah. Oh, he yeah, did, yeah, like, yeah. Actually, yes. I have I have listened to that one. Yeah. The guy from um, Australia, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The Australian yeah. guy? Yeah. That was the first person I ever talked to, like, directly that had, like, I mean, around here people just kind of see, like, you know, some lights. I don't, we don't have, like, a lot of, like, direct UFO encounters here that people talk about, you know, it seems like it's kind of 
I don't know, farther out west or like, I don't know, Wisconsin maybe. But like we see them, but we, you don't have any direct encounters. But anyway, that guy had like um, regressed memories that he went through hypnotherapy and kind of unlocked. And he has like a whole big series about it, which is pretty good, but creepy. Very, very creepy. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I have theories about all of this, but I just, it seems very, I don't know. There's like a supernatural element to it. And then there's like the sci-fi element to it. And then like a very, seems like a very real, like physical element to it. Like, mm. you know, cause like, you know, like the encounters are always so like blurry and strange and like, you know, like people like, like your like guy lost time and the things that happen to them, that like it kind of comes back to them. But like to have like, you know, men in black show up at your house, like he had to have gone through something. Yeah. That's the thing I was wondering about and thinking about when my cousin was telling the story that it was here, like just by my house, you know, just, <laughs> and I didn't, uh, and it's just like thinking that seeing this, disc in the sky with no reflection from the sun um then yeah you have to see these have to be like aliens i mean yeah i mean the hopis um how they describe disc is like they found um do you see that turtle in the sky and comes to find out they're aliens man do you do you have any theories about aliens like what do you think what do you think they are and like, do they have any relation to like DW or LPs? Or are they totally different to you? That's a good question. Uh, well, then again, like the Hopis, like they have a dance and then they dance every eight years. And these big old tall beans, uh, I don't know if you guys can uh, just, I, I can't really describe it, but they're like really tall and they, they dance when they're dancing. So it's like, I very tall, like I can't have anything. Ugh. But it's like dancing like this, like swaying back and forth, and they're with people just lined up, and um, it's basically telling a story that these things came out and helped them build their their tribe. Wow! They came. So- from, they came out of the earth. I guess. I think. I think that's the story that my brother was saying because my brother is half Hopi and he was telling me the story. <laughs> yeah. You, you had started telling, you told us that story about the dance, like after the podcast. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That I know after we like, you know, we like stopped recording and you started like laying that story on me and I was like, Oh, what? Cause like, yeah. that's like the, I don't know. Is that like the biblical giants? Is that Nephilim? Um, or is that something else? Is that I have to talk to my brother about it? Yeah, it's like I have to talk to my brother about it because he knows more about that dance than I do. I mean, he's like he's grew up there on the Hopi land, Hopi reservation. Um, but I remember seeing it, and I'm not supposed to see it like as a kid, and I was a kid at that time. And what they do to kids if they see it and when they get when they stop dancing, um, they will whip them because they're not supposed to see it. Oh, so it's like a secret ceremony. Mm-hmm. Mm. That they're I, yeah, 
I'm not supposed to see it as a kid. Oh. What do they what do they call those beings? Oh um I can't uh I can't really remember. That's okay. Dude. Yeah. You you said it, Margaret. Anunnaki. Oh yeah. Well that's like Sumerian or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It, it, all those stories like like line up like similar. But they're so the, but their stories they came from the ground and mm-hmm. they didn't come from the sky. Uh yeah, I would say I I know I'm gonna I'm know I'm slaughtering it, man. I'm sorry for the Hopis, man, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it I'm pretty sure it was from the ground, from the mother earth. Oh man. Because I know, like, with us, and I believe um, that we did encounter aliens a long time ago. Like, uh, like for myself, I mean, there's uh, petroglyphs in the mountains that we did encounter them. Like these tall beans. So I'm pretty sure that they told us, taught us some things and taught us how to live on the land in the desert. But that's like Book of Enoch. Yeah. 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 That's like the Book of Enoch with the, with the, the fallen, the, the watchers, the angels that fell. They mm-hmm. taught man about like how to like cut roots and build weapons and like cosmetics. Cosmetics, yeah. <laughs> they they wanted us to look better. They're like, if we're gonna take you guys, you're gonna have to look a little look. better. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, clean up, man. <laughs> Sorry, no, but it's like it's. There's so many these stories from all these different cultures, mm. and they're all the same thing. Yeah, but we all tell it different, but the same thread, you know tall beings somewhere else. They teach us things. They show us things like did the, I don't know. Like I keep asking you more questions. You're like, I no, don't man. Know. <laughs> Go ahead. but like, did, did they like, do they procreate with the, with the natives as well? I'm not sure, man. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, that's like the thing. I don't know. Sorry. I mean, Hmm. I can't really speak on that. I mean, I can't, I don't really have that much knowledge about that. But I just know that they did come down. I mean, look at the Aztecs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Their civilizations were super advanced. Yeah, the same with the, the pyramids in uh, Egypt. You know, like, like nobody still, no one knows how they were made. You know? And the, there's pyramids like in like Mexico, like around Mexico city and like in Guatemala and it's like Peru and Peru. And it's like, you know, and a lot of these cultures, they're just like, yeah, the giants built them. You know, they don't say that in Egypt. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know Egyptian culture or people or anything, but you look at it and you're like, they had to get this technology or like the, the way to do this from somewhere. And we don't know about it today. So, I don't know. I've always thought that they had help from like aliens, whatever aliens are, you know. 
it just because you always hear the same thing that that they're imparting like this wisdom or this knowledge not not wisdom necessarily but knowledge about you know to people that that they don't know about you know so it all kind of seems to line up don't you think i believe it i believe it man because yeah, a lot of cultures have the same thing. I mean, if you ask another native about aliens, they'll tell you the same exact thing in another way. Um, like with us, like I said, uh, there's on our petroglyphs, there's like a tall being that it was here. Something was here. I mean, taught us these things. Have you seen? Have you seen pictures? Uh, petroglyphs. Or have you seen? Have you seen the actual like petroglyphs? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's in our books. Uh, I don't have it here, but yeah, it's in uh, the other room. Damn. Send me a picture, please. <laughs> and then, like uh, like I said, with the Hopis, how they were, they were talking about these turtles in the sky. And with us, I mean, one of our uh, medicine men said that, do you guys see, I see like a, like a, a silver eagle, and that was an airplane. Mm. Oh, yeah. well, they're just using whatever language they, you know, that they have to be able to communicate, you know, what they saw. Yeah, it was kind of the same in the Bible when they like we talked about it on that one episode that um with uh Saint Anthony, that guy that was the saint that was in the desert. <clears throat> um, how do they describe it? the um what we what, you know we speculate was a ufo but how do you describe it in the bible wait oh, ezekiel fire? yeah yeah in, Ze- in ezekiel oh yeah like the wheels within the wheels and like the it had like all the different eyes on it and did it have wings i don't know sometimes with the pictures i see the wings i'd have to i'd have to look up ezekiel but like, I mean, same kind of thing. Like he's using like whatever language he, you know, he has to be able to describe what he's seen. Mm. And, you know, probably didn't back in Ezekiel's time, they probably didn't have a word for you for UFO, you know? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like with ourselves too, I mean, our stories line up with the Bible. I mean, we have the great flood that happened. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. uh, from what I understand, my what my mom was telling me that there's behind the mountain there's um a, a roll of like rocks that we got turned into when the the flood was happening. So there's like rocks lined up and trying to get to the top of the mountain. What? Wait, say that again. I missed that. <laughs> there's a uh, rocks behind uh, Superstition Mountain that are lined up in a row. That is trying to get up to the top of the mountain. Oh, really? Yeah. When that flood happened. Whoa. That's crazy. Trying to survive. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So they just like. (laughs) It's called Superstition Mountain. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do you have pictures of that? I need to see pictures of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I gotta walk back to go back there. Um, my mom was telling me about the same thing about the the rocks and the story and the Bible lining up with that story. No, it do, it <clears> does <throat> though. Yeah, like there's a yeah. 
Yeah. The, oh my gosh. I found that. I found the verse that he was talking about. All right. So it's Ezekiel 10, 10 through uh, 13. As for their appearance, the four of them looked alike, each like a wheel intersecting a wheel. As they moved, they would go in any one of the four directions the cherubim faced. The wheels did not turn about as the cherubim went. The cherubim went in whatever direction the head faced without turning as they went. Their entire bodies, including their backs, their hands, and their wings, were completely full of eyes as were their four wheels. And I heard the wheels being called the whirling wheels. Yeah. So that's like that. That's the verse that people like talk about a lot in the Bible about Ezekiel's vision. And then he's describing them as angels though, like that they were like living beings that they, they weren't like craft or something like that. Right. Mm. And that's what, I've heard speculation about like UFOs being like almost like a living creature as opposed to like an actual, like, you know, like, like how we have like an airplane or something, you know, like some sort of like fancy military vehicle that it's like a living being of some sort. Yeah. But I heard this crazy story, Robin. Um, I don't know where in the country it was, but it was like a, it was an old like Native American like uh, they were like recounting um, these like giants that they saw and and they would like cause like great fear in people and they said that that they were like f- faster than horses and super tall and super strong and they said that these giants could pick up a horse. And because they were like expelling so much energy, they would pick up a horse and they would just rip it in half and eat it as they were running. Damn. Which is the one of the craziest things I ever heard. And it was like, uh, whoever told that story, I don't have the source or anything, but like they're just talking about like it was like, yeah, that happened. Mm. And that that shook me for some reason. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, because you hear about like all these stories of giants all over the place, and I was like, man, I didn't know the natives experienced that too. But it makes sense. Yeah, um, my friend, uh, I think I sent you a video, Ralph, about the Paiutes and the giants. How uh, they had that yes. war, the love, the love, lo- Loveland cave. Yeah, like, yeah, because uh, the giants love came lot. down and were eating them, eating their people. Yeah, the red, the big red hair giants, and they yeah. found, they found like all those bones in the cave or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like the Paiute's last stand. Yeah, how they killed those giants. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I saw that video. Man, <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of that. I mean, because for us, for the giants, we have a sleeping giant here. Really? Yeah. It's, Where? Uh. Dude, it's like uh, not too far from my house. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, 10 minutes away, maybe 15. Okay. But, All right. So you're also going to send me a picture of that. Can you see it? Like, what is Is it like like a mound or what is it? Uh, it's like uh, it's been there for years. Like, um, it's like it's telling the story of 
the witch and I can't tell the story because I, I told Russell about why I can't tell the story because uh, snakes will come out of nowhere. And yeah, if you tell the story at a certain season, um, oh, why that? Uh, if you tell the story when you're not supposed to tell it, snakes will appear at your house. And I told the story when I wasn't supposed to tell it. And these snakes were at my house. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, and, so what season can you tell? Like, when can you tell us the story? Oh, man. Um, I just had it on the top of my head, but when I come back to it, I'll let you know. Okay. But yeah, you're not supposed to tell it. Because um, I told the story, and these a bunch of, like, snakes were, like, wrapped up together. They're rattlesnakes. And Ooh, my, whoa. Yeah. Like, in your house or just, like, around it? Uh, my carport. And they're like underneath my car when I drove up and I didn't see them. And they're, you know, they're all wrapped up in a ball. Oh, Oh. that's freaky. That's super (laughs) freaky. And so you had to call the fire department and they came and got those snakes. And yeah, my dad, (laughs) I was standing there and my dad was like, um, I was like, how did this happen? And the guy was just like, yeah, it's, it's a cool area for these snakes. And my dad was shaking his head, like, this doesn't sound right. Because our mm-hmm. my house is pretty, we have, like, a lot of cats and dogs that um, that's really well protected uh, from these, from snakes and everything. And for seeing these snakes, like, you know, in a ball, you know, just just chilling and vibing out. And I was sitting, standing <laughs> there just like, oh, shit, I told the story. <laughs> Told the story. Did you tell your dad that you told the story? Oh no, not yet, dude. <laughs> you probably heard, <laughs> you probably heard the pod the and say, "Oh damn, it, I knew it." I knew. <laughs> Robin, you told the freaking story again, didn't you? <laughs> okay. Well, whenever it's the right season, I would like to hear that story. Yes. All right. What? So you can't tell anything about the sleeping giant? Uh, just it's about it's about a witch. Oh, okay, okay. Oh my gosh. So I'll let you know when I can. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let me know. I don't want I just I'm just trying to like I'm just trying to like visualize what like a ball of rattlesnakes looks like. Yeah, like, they're like um top of each other and it's like looking at a ball. How many of them were there? There's like uh well there's these are big snakes. Um so there's like three and it looked like a like a little ball. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Dang snakes. Oh. Oh, oh Matt found a found a picture okay. of a rattlesnake ball. Well, <laughs> I feel like a lot of your stories are like about you telling things at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. That's it, uh, Russell gets mad at me sometimes and say, like, "Oh my god, don't tell that story." Don't tell that story. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. That's not cool. I'm so sorry, Robin. Well, at least you didn't get bit or anything. Oh, dude, I almost man. I just heard those rattlesnakes underneath my car, and I just like stepped tippy toed out of the way and called the fire department. Oh my gosh. But my dad was <laughs> like, oh man, my dad was like, oh man, how did this happen? 
Like, I, this doesn't sound right. And then I was like standing there, with standing there, just quiet. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe they were just there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Well, my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah, I want to hear the sleeping giant story. I want to, I want to, can you take a picture and send it to me? Yeah, I can. Okay, good. Okay, good. But it's like right now, I mean, it used to be when I grew up, because we took a trip out there, a uh, field trip. And when I was a kid, but now it's just people been coming by and removing part of the uh, sleeping giant. And there's like, why? Um, for money. Oh, like selling it. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been out there in a, quite a while, but there's, there's still there. I mean, they still preserved it, but some of the pieces are missing. Hmm. Sounds really bad. It sounds. What'd you say? That sound, doesn't sound wise. No, it to doesn't. Remove sound, a rock from somewhere. No, you should never take stuff. Yeah. Never take rocks. Or, yeah, I've heard so many horror stories. Actually, Matt's dad's got a story about he took some like lava rocks from Hawaii and they like freaked out. We're like, no, you can't bring that. You're gonna curse this island. <laughs> I said they said it was for his own good. Yeah, like something's gonna happen to him. They said uh, there was this uh, this this guy or I can't remember if it was a, a guy or a woman that took these the like the lava rocks from like where by the resort. And they're like, you can't, you can't take these. But then she ended up like sneaking some somehow in her purse or whatever. And then she like, she died like the next week in like a really bad car crash. And, uh, my dad tried to take, my dad collects like cool rocks, you know? And so he was trying to take some back and they're like, no, you can't take these. And not only that, but like, we have to take them back to the exact spot. So they had to like, they had like, an airport employee had to take his own time and drive those rocks like back to the exact spot and put them back where they were. Wow. And, and they're like, that's for your own good. Like if you take that back, you're going to be, you're going to have curses on you. My dad's like, I had no idea. Yeah. They have that here too. I mean, my dad actually found a big old pottery bot. I pot underneath the ground, but he had to put it back because it wasn't meant for him. I mean, it was meant for him to find it, but it just wasn't meant for him to take. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should never remove stuff like that. That's always, that's a, a state putter. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling Russell this story about, um, about the people, you know, how would you say, uh, the day of the dead type thing, um, yeah. that you leave out, food for people and this person came out and he was intoxicated and everything and the people left but the food was still laid out for them for the spirits and he breaks into there that that building and he goes in and starts eating the food and they wake up and they go to that house where the food's at and the person is just there but he's he's dead oh Jeez. Gosh. Yeah, he was just died because he ate the food? Yeah. Because he's not supposed to eat the food. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's meant for, um, yeah, for the spirits that's passed on. 
And it's like a tradition that we do for every year. Yeah, so many stories like that, man. It's crazy. Yeah. My dad said even when he was trying to, like, take those rocks, like, he's like, it felt like someone didn't want him to take those rocks. He's like, he's like, I was determined to get these rocks. I'm climbing around, and, like, the waves are, like, were really intense, and they were, like, it was, like, spitting up rocks at his legs, and his legs were all cut up from all the rocks that were, like, being, like, basically thrown at him by the ocean. And... And then, like, he went to the airport with them, and, you know, he heard all that, and he's like, man, I definitely got the feeling that I shouldn't have been taking those rocks, but I just, he just, you know, was just, was determined to do it. And, yeah, when he got to the airport, they're like, nah, man, you can't have these. Put them back. <laughs> oh, man. Put back. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so, have you, have you had UFO experience out there? Sorry, I'm going back to the UFO. Uh, Yeah. I mean... Uh, when I was, uh, I was patrolling one time, uh, I happened to just look up at the sky and all of a sudden these like little dots in the sky going in one direction. I was like, why are these stars moving? And I said, and then this person came out of nowhere and he said, Hey, those are UFOs. And I was like, really? And so these little dots were like moving in one direction and they started going to another direction and it was like they're moving something and uh so i was just like really tripped out on that and then another time um i seen this like this flash of light come out of nowhere like it was like um the men in black movie oh yeah like a like a flash in the sky huh. and me and my coworker saw it we were just out there just talking and he's like, did you see that? I was like, yeah. He's like, uh, I think we should get out of here. <laughs> I was like, dude, we probably get abducted or something. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's freaky. I'd, I'd bounce too. So what do your, okay, here's the question. Like, what does your, your tribe think think about all this? So, oh, sorry. Since there was like, it's all happening like right out there, especially with that guy that it happened to, like, like what? What are the beliefs about it? Like, what do they think is happening out there? Well, my tribe doesn't know about that. My tribe uh, hasn't. I mean, there's stuff out here, but they know about. But for seeing or experiencing and understanding something like that, like portals, yeah, um, I don't think they'll. Uh, I mean, a medicine man has to go out there and try to do what he can. But, you know, from what I understand, we don't really have that much left. Oh, not enough people left to do it? Mm-hmm. So it's just a cursed land. This guy, That's sad. That is sad. So do you have, a like, a medicine man on your reservation? Mm, not on my reservation, but I'm probably on another reservation that's just close to mine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this, it's, uh, I would just say, man, I don't know, man. He's, I mean, people go to him for spiritual work. And if he was to go out there, I would take a lot out of him. I mean, 
Because when you do something like that, it takes a lot out of you. Like you have to, um, you have to be, you know, constantly meditating and sleeping and just clearing your body and clearing your mind after you do that type of work. Oh, I bet. You're taking a lot on. Mm -hmm. That story is so, so crazy. (laughs) Sorry. I just keep thinking about it. Um, yeah, do, what, like, like, what are, like, what are your beliefs about, like, extraterrestrials? What do you, what do you think it is? Like, do you have any thoughts? <sighs> My thoughts about aliens and stuff like that, I think some of them are bad and some of them are good. And I think, like, the ones that are good has helped us along until now. But I think we lost that connection with them how we used to trade and talk and share stories. I think all that is gone. Like the, how we used to communicate with them. (laughs) That thumbs up. There's a, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh no, no. I just seen that thumbs up again. I did too. (laughs) Did you do a thumbs up? Oh yeah, there it is. But like, I don't think anyone was. (laughs) How many can you do at once? Get to have your hand to the side. Oh, so it knows what I'm doing? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, can you see that on your screen? Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I want to do this one. Let's see what that does. Nothing. That's what good. about like love, the love sign? Nothing. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I don't think it's on my sense. Yeah, do, you do a thumbs up. See what it does. Well, it's just on your side. That's weird. I don't know why that happened. Um, so there's <laughs> something I did. So Russell or uh, Robin, sorry, I don't know, like I called you Russell accent. Um, we have a we're interviewing a woman next week. Her name is Heidi Hollis, and she wrote this book. And she actually had experiences with uh, aliens, like, and she said that she had experiences with the Greys. And they were like, it was like a negative experience. And then she had experience with these aliens, like in this book that she wrote called The Secret War. She talks about this experience she had with these white aliens. They were like, not white, but they're like pale. And they were taller than like grays. And they, they like spoke about like God and like Jesus. And they talked about like, um, like that we're in a war with like these dark like alien forces and and uh she believes that they're like angels basically like the good the good aliens and uh i guess that means like the the bad like the reptilians and like the different um bad kinds of aliens would be like like with in the bible they talk about like like you know more like demonic forces or whatever mm. I thought that was kind of interesting. I kind of ask her about that. So she's going to be on her show next week. And she's actually the one who coined, she says she coined the term hat man. She's got like tons and she's got like a really big audience. Um, And so she gets stories all the time, like hundreds. She says she gets hundreds of stories about the hat man every week for her shows, like emails, like hundreds of emails about it. So I don't know if you're, if you're interested in that sort of thing, She'll be on next week, or you could just like just Google Heidi Hollis, and she's got some 
Shut tons of content. Yeah. Yeah, like ever since I started listening to you guys, man, I'm hearing the hat man and I wanted to know what the hat man was. Um, but hearing my, my coworker talk about seeing a bean and a figure out there and reminded me of, you know, the hat man. But from what he described it was like it was just like a plain black spot, like a figure. He wasn't wearing a hat or anything. Well, sometimes like I guess he doesn't appear with a hat. Most of the time he does, but sometimes he doesn't, but has still has the same like feelings attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like the feeling of dread and like the same, like, you know, tallness and everything, but um, just without the hat. Mm. So that, that could definitely be it. Same thing. Yeah. Have you so, guys yeah. had experience with the hat man? Um, My brother did. My brother saw him when that was actually the first episode we did on my brother was on it and he told a story and you know, when he was like six or something and I didn't, you know, I didn't believe in any of that stuff back then. And he's like, I saw this guy and he was like, you know, like way past the door frame. So like, you know, like seven, eight feet and like, and he had a hat on and he had like a long, like, you know, he's six. So he didn't know how to describe like a trench coat, but like a long coat. And he came and like he like turned he like walked like glided up the stairs and he like turned at turned and looked at me and it like scared him so much that like he was just scared to death. And then like the hat man like turned and just like glided down the hallway and like went through my parents' door and into their room. And I was like, nah, I don't believe that. (laughs) I was such a a jerk. But um, I believe him now. Oh man, that's creepy. I mean, seeing that. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. Does your brother still talk about that? About the hat man? Yeah, yeah. He used he used to be on our show a lot more, but then he just got married like a year ago, and so he was just trying to spend time with his family and stuff. Oh okay. I had I had a vision of the hat man. It like came to me once. And I had a dream. I had a dream when I was a kid and I think it was like kind of hat man ish, but it was small. It wasn't a tall hat man. It was like a short hat man. But, um, I've never had it like appear like in, in like the way that a lot of people describe it, but I did see it in a vision once. That was weird. Wow. Yeah, that was really I was uh, I wasn't scared though. For some reason, I wasn't scared. I was just like weirded out. I was like, "What are you doing in my house?" I had a dream. I had a dream one time, and the hat man was in it, and he like touched my hand in my dream, and I woke yeah. up and I was like so scared, like more scared than I've ever been. And I was like eighteen, and like in the dream, he touched my hand, and I felt something go into me, like a like a spiritual energy, like a dark spiritual energy like go into me and I woke up and I just started like praying and like praying like the blood of Jesus over me and like and I wasn't even like really even like living like a Christian back then like I'm I didn't even know what I believed back then yeah but like I just you know I just knew my parents told me to do that you know so but I was so shook man I was so shook it was uh the most terrified like I've ever been in my whole life Mm, well, damn. and Margaret, didn't you have a dream with like it wasn't a hat man, but you had like a tall shadow figure in your dream, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, somewhat recently. 
It wasn't wearing a hat, but I felt like I was like getting enveloped in it while I was trying to fight it. Yeah. So we, I, I feel like we are all connected to this thing somehow. Not mm-hmm. all like everyone ever, mm-hmm. but I feel like on this show, like it's become like a common theme and a common thread. And we did a lot, like we did a live um, episode, like episode with a, at a festival. And we talked about that. Just like so many people have come on and talked about it. And like, some people know what it is. Some people don't know what it is, but like, like I would say, I don't know, over 50% of the people who come on and tell a personal story yeah. have a hat man experience. And like some people don't even know what it is and then discover what it is. The third, the third episode that that one still to this day, like just watching the, him, he talked about the hat man and he didn't know what it was. And we started showing him pictures like on our, our phones, like during it. And he got so like, you could see it happening in like real time, just how like disturbed he was. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy I saw. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. And like, he ended up saying like two hours after that episode and talked forever. Cause he was just too freaked out to go home. I would too. But so many people have it. And I don't know why we're the ones, but <laughs> the chosen ones or the chosen or like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think that, you know, you know, it's our responsibility to like tell people that you can protect yourself against it. Oh yeah. Know? Because, you know, it's like <clears throat> a lot of people get so scared of this thing. And it's like, you know, with our beliefs as Christians, you know, we believe that, you know, Jesus is so much stronger than the hat man or any dark dark force for lack of a better way of saying it and so you know by prayer and just saying the name of jesus like this thing goes away like people this happened like hundreds of times where people are like you know in in the name of jesus get out of here or like they say like the lord's prayer and it it goes away um so i mean you know we're not helpless you know we have, you know, we have, we have different powers. So that Heidi Hollis lady who we're interviewing next week, she always says like, well, whatever your belief system, like you need to like protect yourself. Um, and she's a Christian too. So she says, you know, she, she always is in prayer. She like blesses her house and like prays over her house and stuff. And, um, and I think that's one reason why it, it keeps coming to us because we feel like a responsibility to let people know, like, it's not more powerful than God, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that's that's one thing I really think is awesome is that, like, whatever you're up against, whatever you're seeing, and I've heard this on Christian podcasts and regular, like, paranormal podcasts, just, is that the name of Jesus, like, these like like aliens like dark entities like anything that's coming against you they all recognize the name of Jesus and they they flee from it damn and and i think and i think that a lot of people that aren't even christians will tell that story and say hey you know yeah we i use the name that's that's what you think of like when you like need help you think of the name of Jesus and you say it and if you're some people like have a hard time saying it, but when they do, it always flees. So whatever is out there. Some people are like, man, I haven't been to church since I was like a kid. Yeah. And they, they're like, but when they see that evil, they're like, 
Jesus, you know, and it goes away. Right. And like you call on the name of Jesus and he comes and he, and he, you know, the true light yeah. repels it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, much love to you guys to coming on the pod, sharing the oh, stories, yeah. man. Uh, would you guys like to yell at your social for the people to find you? Oh, yeah. So we are on pretty much every podcasting platform, like Spotify, Apple, like the big ones. That's where you can find our shows. Um, we have a YouTube now. That's pretty cool. Um, Margaret does the videos and all the all the awesome little thumbnails. And then um, we have an Instagram. Maybe it's spiritual. And we have a TikTok. Maybe it's spiritual. And then I always tell people, if you you want to share a story with us, we have a Gmail, maybe it's spiritual at gmail.com or pretty much any, any of those platforms you can reach out to us. And I, I check them all the time. So if someone wants to share their story, we want to hear it. And we tell you your story, the way it happened to you. And we talk about it and get to the bottom of it and figure out what happened. And if we can help, we are more than willing to help. Mm. All right, guys, you guys can go find me. At the Classical Podcast on Facebook, Robin Jackson on Facebook, and on Instagram, that is Classical Podcast 89. All right, guys, much love to you guys, and I'll see you guys next week.